the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine grower. He removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes to make it bear more fruit. You have already been cleansed by the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me as I abide in you. Just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit because apart from me, you can do nothing. Whoever does not abide in me is thrown away like a branch and withers. Such branches are gathered, thrown into the fire and burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask for whatever you wish and it will be done for you. My father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. May Day has been on my mind a lot lately. And it's not just because today is May 1st, but because the first episodes of season four of the Hulu series, The Handmaid's Tale, just released this week. In that dystopian show, Mayday is the name of the network of women and allies who are rebelling against Gilead. Gilead being the patriarchal, totalitarian, neo-puritanical regime that in the show has taken over much of the United States. This show is definitely not for the faint of heart. And it can be hard to stomach the show when it portrays the violence endured by the women who are still trapped in Gilead. But what always captures my heart about this show and keeps me coming back is the way in which it depicts the strong bonds between these women within the May Day Resistance Network who are seeking to take down Gilead from the inside. These women are, pardon my language, so badass. They display such strength and grit, but also such tenderness and grace. They are truly each other's keeper. They look out for one another and even sacrifice for each other. Because their bonds of sisterhood capture my heart so completely, the most heart-wrenching scenes of the show are when one of these women is either killed or recaptured by the Gilead regime. The May Day name for this resistance network in the show comes from the distress signal that was originally used when a plane was going down. And it comes from the French word, Mede, which means help me. Fun fact, in 1927, the International Radio Telegraph Convention adopted May Day as the radio distress signal in place of SOS. Just a fun fact. But in essence, this term May Day it is a confession of our need for help, the help of another. It's a declaration of our interconnectedness and our reliance on one another for our survival. 
There's lots of layers to the term May Day. And even more when it comes to today, when you think about all of the, all of the celebrations that are happening on this day, the theme of connection runs through all of these ways that May Day is celebrated. May Day brings people together around their common connections. Catholics might celebrate Mary on this day. Pagans might celebrate Flora, the Roman goddess of flowers. Even Hawaiians celebrate May Day as Lay Day. Who would have thought? Here in Chicago, May Day celebrations revolve around labor rights and working conditions since our history of this day date back to the late 19th century when Chicago became the center of the national movement for an eight hour workday. On that Saturday, May 1st, 1886, 135 years ago to this day, 35,000 workers walked off their jobs here in Chicago. Crowds of these workers went from workplace to workplace, urging other fellow workers to strike. Police clashed with these protests at least a dozen times until the tension erupted on the evening of May 4th at Displains and Randolph, just a few blocks from here. What began as a peaceful assembly intensified as police moved in to disperse the protesters. It was then that somebody hurled a bomb at the police, killing one officer instantly. In turn, the police drew their guns, firing wildly. 60 officers were injured, eight were killed, and an undetermined number of the protesters in the crowd were killed and wounded as well. Since that fateful moment, the Haymarket tragedy, as it's known today, has inspired generations of labor leaders and leftist activists and artists. It is remembered each May Day as we celebrate the solidarity that workers have displayed over the years, resisting the long, often brutal and unsafe working conditions they are subjected to. It's the connection and the solidarity of workers today that still gives me hope that a new and better world is possible when we connect with each other in solidarity and when we regard each other with mutuality and equity. In today's gospel, Jesus gives us an image of vine and branches, what a relationship of true connection and solidarity can actually look like. Jesus says, abide in me as I abide in you, just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. You see, us branches, we cannot bear fruit by ourselves. We need connection to the source of life. And that vine of Christ is talking, is, is running through all of us. It runs through and to all of us, connecting us to each other. In our reading from Acts, the disciple Philip understood this vine of connection that ran through him and connected him to the Ethiopian eunuch. As he's traveling, he comes across this Ethiopian who had come to Jerusalem to worship. And he's in his chariot about to leave and return home. And he's reading from the book of Isaiah. And it says that the Holy Spirit 
says to Philip, go over to this chariot and join it. So Philip runs to it. And upon hearing the Ethiopian eunuch reading the prophet Isaiah, he asks, do you understand what you are reading? The eunuch replies, how can I unless someone guides me? And he then invites Philip in to get in and sit beside him. This impromptu Bible study eventually leads the Ethiopian to say, look, here is water right here. What is to prevent me from being baptized? So he commands the chariot to stop. And both of them, Philip and the eunuch, they go down to the water and Philip baptizes him. You see, so much good fruit is born from this story because neither Philip nor the Ethiopian let their differences prevent them from connecting deeply and abiding in each other and together in the vine with Jesus. They might be wildly different branches of the vine with various identities that would exclude them from certain privileges in the world, whether it be on the basis of their class or their gender identity or even their race, their color of their skin. Yet, with the Holy Spirit leading them, they focus on the one who connects them to each other, Christ. And no social norm that would prevent them from being together prevents them from being sharing this profound, tr transformative experience together. Brené Brown defines connection as the energy that exists between people when they feel seen, heard, and valued. Given this story of Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch, I think that's also a good definition of the Holy Spirit in this case. The energy that brought Philip together with this Ethiopian traveler is the same energy of the Holy Spirit that is shared once they see each other and value each other and truly hear each other out. It's nothing short of the Holy Spirit that exists in that moment. Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch were different in so many ways from their race to their gender and sexual identities. Yet the Holy Spirit connects these two and they understand intimately what it means to abide in each other just as they abide in Christ. This energy that exists between Philip and the Ethiopian in its most distilled form is love. And as our first reading, in our first reading from 1 John elaborates, it says here, beloved, since God loved us so much, we ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God lives in us and his love is perfected in us. By this, we know that we abide in him and he in us because he has given us his spirit. God is love. And those who abide in love abide in God, and God abides in them. So, this May Day, we celebrate this love and this spirit that connects us and abides in us. It's the same spirit and energy that pulses through the vine of Christ and connects us, not just to other Christians, but to all of creation. The branch of this, the vine of this cosmic Christ connects us to all things on earth and even beyond the earth. No distance and no difference can separate us from this love 
And in fact, we are told that Christ's love, it's perfect and it casts out all fear. There's still a lot that brings us fear. And I know personally right now, what is happening in India with the pandemic just running out of control. It has grieved me and given me great fear that while many people close to me, I know are being vaccinated, the global South has been left out of this vaccine distribution. And I fear that if we cannot see our interconnectedness with the less developed countries of this earth, and unless we see the health of ourselves, our own branches connected with theirs, this pandemic will not end, but continue to ravage our body. So on this May Day, whether it is a cry for help to God for help from this pandemic, or the name of a fictional network of female resistors, or a day of celebration in solidarity with workers who are facing down their own exploitation. We are reminded on this day that our help and our life comes from the vine of the cosmic Christ that connects, sustains, and redeems us, all of our branches. It's the spirit of love, that energy that pulses through the vine and brings us together and redeems us when we abide in Christ and in one another. That connection of the Holy Spirit, it's stronger than any label that society would put on us to divide us or any physical distance that might divide us. Or it's stronger than any force of sin or death that would attempt to destroy us. On this May Day, we cry to the Lord for help, knowing the vine from which we are connected is our source of help. And it's that help that guides us, that love, that Holy Spirit, that then sends us into the world to help one another. With the Holy Spirit and the perfect love of Christ pulsing through our branches, I leave with you this question. What is to prevent us? Amen.